0: Welcome into the AL Recruiting Power 5 podcast, where we ask all of our guests five questions and we get answers to understand the recruiting process. And today, our guest is Coach Aaron Terry. He is the defensive line coach and the recruiting coordinator at Iowa Western Community College. Coach, so glad to have you on, man. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Well, we're just going to dive right into it. Coach, tell us a little bit about yourself and how'd you get into coaching?
1: Yeah, so I'm originally from Omaha uh families big football uh family up here in the midwest um my grandpa actually started the first one of the first youth little leagues in omaha uh, metro area and back in the 60s and uh you know so growing up i played for an uncle dad stepdad you know um throughout my whole really career and then into um you know going into college my uncle was the defensive coordinator at northwest missouri state and i also had another uncle that was ga and at the time when i got down there so uh it's been kind of in the blood you know so obviously playing for them uh and, and and growing up just around football once i was done playing i i felt that you know there was a calling for me to to, to give back and, and still be around football and then obviously put my own uh input on it and, and try to help help guys use a game of football to help them in life
0: awesome um now you are our first juco guest and so kind of what I would like to get into with you, especially in the next two questions, is that junior college recruiting process, I don't really know sometimes some of the answers that kids or, or uh, parents may have when they ask me. Um, I was actually having dinner last night with a guy, and we were just talking about it. I'm like, I don't know that. I've got a guy coming on tomorrow, so I'm going to ask that. So what is that JUCO recruiting process like uh, for you as a staff and you kind of leading that?
1: Yeah. And we, I mean, we recruit, there's two types of players we recruit. And, and a lot of times I think when you hear junior college, you think of last chance you and a lot of the, that's kind of the, the model we've gotten. But at the end of the day, we run everything like a four-year program. And obviously we're going to recruit the non-qualifier kids the, the ones that don't have the academics to maybe go right away to the four-year, but we recruit a lot of full qualifier kids as well that are maybe wanting to bet on themselves to, to play at a higher level. You know, maybe they're getting recruited by FCS D2, NAIA programs, and they're like, I feel like I can play higher, and then, you know, focusing on de- developing on the next 18 to, to 24 months and, and kind of seeing where where it takes you, you know what I mean? And we've had a lot of success with that model. Uh, I think we're, you know, just in the state of Iowa, there's about 80 guys that were kind of in that boat that that have came to, to Iowa Western and, and helped them get themselves a Division one offer, and I think we're over 300 total uh, kids in, in 14 football seasons uh, go sign Division one scholarships uh, after, after coming to Iowa Western.
0: Okay, so when you guys are kind of putting that recruiting plan down, there's the academic qualifiers or guys that aren't going to qualify academically yep. and then kind of the other kids that are looking to say, hey, maybe I want to go this route. I'm not feeling any love from uh, a group of five or Power Five program. And so is that something that – it would help if a recruit would reach out to you as a program and say that this is something I'm interested in or. Yeah.
1: It it kind of goes both ways. You know, uh, obviously I think with us in the Midwest, you know, you, you look at the FCS programs in this area, they're all top quality, you know, contending for championships year in with the South Dakota States, North Dakota States. Um, and then, you know, even division twos, you got the Northwest Missouri States, Pitt States, Mankato, Ferris. So, there's a lot of really good uh, football programs. And even NAI, we had, uh, you know, Morningside, Grandview, and, and Northwestern uh, that, that have all have have won or competed for national championships in, in all their divisions. And uh, we, we try to, you know, get those kids, you know, in, in a sense of they do a really good job of developing the kids that maybe aren't the three or four star guy, but they come in, they work, they end up developing and being a big time player. And And we try to Recruit those type of kids that you know, and, and sell them the, the opportunity to, uh, you know, come in, grow, develop, and and see that if they can play at a higher level, which our, our track record has has done that, you know, and um, you know, and, and with now the new rules that they've kind of went with the portal and the qualifications at the, the division one level, it's the the top end JUCO players. Uh, you're not really going to get them from the academic side of it anymore, you know, just because. The, the FBS schools are getting those top end dudes that used to have to go JUCO. They're getting qualified now just because there's no ACT score qualifications really anymore. And the, it's like a two, three uh, core GPA, which is, I think is pretty easy for those guys to, you know, with the summer classes they can take to, to get those guys qualified. So our model of how we started this program is, is kind of, it's really worked right into our favor with kind of the portal and, and the qualifications and all that stuff now.
0: Okay. So kind of our, our, our third question is this, you know, what student, if I'm a kid sitting at home listening to this podcast or parents, what students should consider junior college?
1: I think all of them, you know, and, and at the end of the day, I tell the kids that come on our campus all the time is, you have to know what you want out of the recruiting process. And then as, as you get into your, your senior season and start getting into the, the end of it to the December when, when colleges are starting to come out and, and recruit, uh, you have to determine on what you want out of the recruiting process. If, you're, if your goal is to play at a higher level and you're not getting that type of recruitment, then, then that's when you consider junior college football because, um, you know, that's what we've been able to do for years is, is help guys grow and develop. And I always say, you know, you're a lot better as a, as a senior than you were as a sophomore uh, for a lot of those kids. So just thinking about now two more years down the road where you're just focusing on football, you're in a college-weight program, you're, you're training year-round for football, and just the development you're going to get, um, you know, at that level, you know, especially if you're undersized, uh, maybe you're 245 pounds. Well, in two years, you may be up to 285, 290, and and give yourself the size uh, that that you need to play at that level. When you come to Iowa Western, um, we're going to have every every school in the country recruiting our guys, and it, it's an, an avenue to help them get a little bit more exposure too, to where, uh, you know, I I think there's four D linemen from the state of Iowa that I've, that I've coached in the last couple of years that it went down. The ones that one just finished up at Houston and other ones at, at uh, UTEP. Um, and then, you know, we had, had one go down to Auburn this year as well, but uh, those guys out of high school, there's no way those schools are, are going to be coming up here and recruiting high school kids uh, from that standpoint. You know what I mean? So it, it kind of helps give the kids more exposure uh, in the sense, if you're not satisfied where you're at or the schools that are recruiting you at that point, give yourself another year or two uh, to develop and see see what happens. So instead
0: of using the prep Avenue, they're going ahead and getting college credits because at the end of the day, you know, it's about getting a degree. And, and so instead of, you know, pushing it off college off for a year, the JUCO seems to me say, Hey, you can come and develop, you can get college credit, you can get everything that transfers and you, you get, you're not waiting an extra year to get a degree, plus you're gonna at the you know, you at a place like where you are, you're gonna get looks nationally instead yep. of being a regional kid.
1: Oh, absolutely. And that's that's part of it too, is where um, you know, full qualifiers don't have to graduate from, from Iowa Western to move on. So the good part about that is sometimes the kids are here for a year. We had, we had actually had a kid down from Columbus, Georgia this year, full qualifier. Um, really good football player. He's six three know 210 pounds. We ended up redshirt him this year just because of some of the depth we had. Um this spring, he had a handful of offers. Uh ended up signing with Florida State. And he never even took a snap from us here. You know what I mean? So he he played or he was here for one year redshirted and and he ended up getting you know a scholarship to Florida State. You know, and he's got four years eligibility left. You know what I mean? So that Mm -hmm. and we've had a lot of those those scenarios where guys played one year, guys red-shirted and didn't play and ended up getting an offer and, and that's that's what it's about and, and that's the one thing we I think as a junior college we hang our hat on you know we're in this business to try to help kids get better opportunities better offers or even uh, even financial standpoint you know where you get a five thousand dollar scholarship and it's it's thirty thousand dollars to go there you're still paying twenty five thousand dollars out of pocket so it's a lot more affordable to come to Iowa Western initially and a lot of times that same school that gave you that five thousand dollar scholarship is gonna give you more towards the 85 to, most of the time, 100% scholarship once you leave Iowa Western because you're growing and you're, do, you're doing your development here. So now they're expecting to come in and play right away. So, you know, financially, uh, it's it's a big selling point too for us is when we're, we're telling you guys, hey, you can get a better scholarship coming out of here than, than maybe where you're at right now in high school.
0: Yeah, just because you say you got to offer all offers or all scholarships, exactly. offers you are know, not and, and the same. Division
1: one, Division is full qualified or, you know, is, is, is full scholarships uh, yeah. to where FCS, D2, NAI, those are all partial scholarships. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, it could be a $10,000 scholarship and some of those schools, it's 50,000 to go there, you know? So it's, <laughs> right. it's still a big, big out of pocket cost that you got to pay, you know? And, uh, for us with housing and, and tuition and meal plans, are we're around 12,000 a year before we even talk any scholarships, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. with everything included, I mean, you can't, you can't beat the price. And then obviously the, Benefits we have a ten million dollars football facility, uh, indoor practice facility, uh, state of the art weight room. Uh, we we have you know D one facilities essentially at, at the junior college level. You know we're we're located in the Omaha metro area, of uh, of of the metro.
0: Yeah, and so t- tell me just a little more and I, now about your program. Did you y'all won the national championship last year? Yep. Is that correct? Yep,
1: we won it uh, this year. We got beat in it last year. Um, you know, we're only 14 seasons old as, as a football program and we played in, in four of the last 10 national championships, you know, and our head coach started the program, uh, back in 2008 and, and we've had a lot of success. We finished in the, in the, in the top five, 10 out of those 14 years, you know what I mean? So we're year in, year out, always, always up there and, uh, really good structure and, and great support from our, our, uh, administration, you know, and obviously you get on our campus we're not your typical community college we got a really nice everything's new and we got you know apartment style living we got meal plans we, we got a lot of a lot of stuff to offer for our kids so it kind of helps them grow and develop and give them the resources they need to have success
0: well I, I think to me one of the things that stands out is that in a public podcast that's going to be released that yeah. anybody can listen you told a story about a guy who never played a snap, snap used the program to red shirt and got an all, and went to Florida State on a scholarship. That yep. just speaks volumes of really what you guys are in it for. You're winning, but you're also really in it for the kid too.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and that's what it's all about. And that's what this this I think college football is all about is helping uh, young kids grow and develop, uh, not only being good football players, but growing them into into being good people. And so when they're they're done playing, uh, they can they can use the tools we've we've taught from the game of football and, and use that in the game of life.
0: Absolutely. And speaking of the game of life uh, and one of the things that stands out to me is when you followed me and just full transparency, coach Terry just followed me a few days ago, (laughs) but, and I'm one of those guys, like, I'm not afraid to ask anybody to be on the podcast in any level. So if you're listening you want to be on, shoot me a direct message, but um, because you're a JUCO guy, I wanted you, but because it said you're a follower of Christ, I wanted you yep. on here. And, and so just share how your faith in, in Christ, uh, uh affects your daily life affects how you coach and how do, how do you use that in everything you do?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and growing up, I wasn't really involved in the church or knew much about it. And and really when I went off to college, um, you know, living, you know, try to be your own, make your own decisions and do that type of stuff was, was was hard you know what i mean and then i ended up you know finding jesus and it, it really helps with the, the daily life of you know focusing on 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 him and, and living the way that he wants us to live and it, it, it you know and obviously in times of, of bad situations it gives you hope and faith to, to continue to, to work forward and push forward uh with with some faith and, and i've been able to now in my role i i try to you know we pray after every practice every game and i and i try to you know teach you know our guys in, in a way of, of there's more than just you know than us and in, in the game of football there's there's a bigger picture to everything that we do in life you know and I, I I don't try to push it on them in the sense of I force them I you know we pray after every practice and I tell those guys if they ever want to talk or interested in, in any of that um, you know I'm free to, to talk too you know and we have FCA uh, guys that come in and they, they work with our guys you know two to you know three times a month sometimes and uh, it's huge. You know what I mean? And I, you know, I just, I have a five-year-old in a, in a 19 month You probably hear him running around in the background here, but, uh, we just got them baptized uh, a couple weeks ago. And, and it's, it's about what, what it's about in, in life, you know, having a purpose of, mm. of, of, you know, love and passion and, and, and being able to, to help lead and, and, and spread the word, you know, and it's all about just the truth and, and being honest. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a big part of my life. And I, and I, I try to give my guys a, a piece of that because I know a lot of those guys were, you know, some of the kids we have, they've probably never been around um, any of the, the religious side or, or faith side of, of things. And I just want to kind of give them a piece of that to know that, you know, you're, you're never alone and you always have um, support and, um, you know, you always have love. And that's that's the, the biggest thing that I, I try to teach my guys is that, you know, if you, if you do the right things. And you, and you you continue to keep your your eyes focused on on uh, the man above. Uh, good things are going to happen, you know. And that's that's been a, a big part of our success. I think even at Iowa Western, where you know we, we try to focus on doing things the right way and, and helping people out and just guiding them in in a direction that uh, you know represents and uh, showcase Jesus Christ. Man, I couldn't
0: couldn't say it any better. Couldn't end on anything better than that right <laughs> there. And so. You know, I, I say this coach and, and with all authenticity that part of the reason I do this podcast, yeah, I want to answer questions for parents and recruits and sure. I, I want to have viewers and followers because it's interesting, Yeah, uh, but I, but I also do it because I, I would love for parents and, and, and families to be able to sit down and say, these are some of the men that I would love for my children to play for. Like, I mean, I, I, I look at that even from my own personal perspective. I have a seven-year-old son, and I, I look some of these guys and people like you and some of the other guests I've had on, I'm, I think – that's who I would want my child to play for. Those are the type of guys, like, if I'm going to send them off to school and they're going to play college football, hey, I, I want somebody that's speaking truth into their life every day, and and I appreciate you being authentic on here about that.
1: No, absolutely, and that's that's what it's about, you know, and that's – for me, I, in this recruiting process, I know how it works. There's both sides – there's two sides to it, too. You know, there's guys that the, – there's coaches that will tell kids, coach, or kids what they want to hear and parents what they want to hear then they get there and it's nothing what what they thought it was going to be you know i mean i'm always about being open and honest and um you know and that's just part of what what i believe in and and obviously with having faith and um you know driven off of that that, that's kind of the how i lead and how i try to be compassionate with my players is you know and help kind of correct any of the behaviors that they have need the change to try to help them be be successful
0: absolutely well coach thanks so much for being on today Mm -hmm. Uh, we wish you nothing but the best and look to hear big things from you in the future coach
1: no absolutely i appreciate you having me and, and best of luck with everything and if you need anything or even if you're young, players or parents have any questions you know have them reach out at any time
0: yep his twitter handle is right here on the screen you guys can follow him and direct message him because he got back quick so uh, if you have any of those let him know but Thanks again for listening, everyone. Like, subscribe. That helps us out. Continue to do more interviews with more coaches and players. But again, thanks so much, and God bless everyone.